Today's ESPN 97.5, brought to you by Zada Jewelers. There are jewelry stores, then there's Zada's. KFNC, Mont Bellevue, Houston. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Oh, yeah, Moneyliners. You know what the sound is. It's money on my mind. And that's what we get up every Sunday for, right? Saying, Jerry, I'm tired of looking at you and Josh through this Twitch. I'm tired of this business. Give us some winners, and that's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to take you over to the Buffalo Bills versus Los Angeles Rams matchup. I talk about situations, and in this particular situation, you get a team that's going up against travel. The Rams, in a normal society, non-COVID life, they would have left last week the East Coast, flown back home, then flown back out. Or, I'm sorry, excuse me, they would have flown straight to the next game. Instead, they flew home and flew back out all within six-day span. They flew out 48 hours before game time. And I said earlier that there's going to be 25-mile-an-hour wind. I hear now it's like 22 whenever I handicap it. They said 25. How does Goff get the ball downfield against this team? I talk about the Bills, and I say Josh Allen's going to be a one of the front runners for MVP after this week. I think that he splits that. Now, something that scared me all week long was Edmonds, the linebacker, and uh, Milano, both linebackers on the uh, on the Buffalo Bills side of the ball. They are like the quarterbacks of that side. If they were missing, I would have been a little bit scared against a team that's running at the highest pace of the league right now in the Rams. Give me the Bills to win this game outright. Some places have it at two and a half. I, I got it there. I even woke up today and saw it at one. If you get it at one, you're getting a steal. Go ahead and hit that bet. Also, I like the Giants at plus three and a half. I don't see how this 49er team is going to move the ball consistently. Then you say, well, how are they going to move it without Barkley on the opposite end? Not to say that Barkley was holding the team back by any means, but Barkley wasn't doing anything, and it wasn't his fault. It's the offensive line's fault that is allowed yards before contact, point three, not three yards before contact. We're talking about point three yards before contact for running back. So what does that mean? Every time that they hand the ball off, he's not even getting half a yard the running back before he's already has a hand on him. Basically, the defender's handing the ball off to the to the running back. He's saying, here, run this ball. That's what's going on with the Giants' backfield. I think that today they spread him out. Go ahead and power up on Slayton Go on, on all types of uh, props for him. I like reception props. I like touchdown props. Hit the Giants plus points. Go ahead and give me the Cardinals and Lions over. I think that getting uh, Kenny Galladay is going to go ahead and, and, and open up the field more for that Lions offense, a team that likes to get it downfield. I think that the Lions can score somewhere around that 24 to 27 mark, and we know what the, the offense of the Cardinals can do. We know that they run uh, plays at the fastest pace, third fastest pace in the league right now, 24 seconds per play. That means that the Lions are going to get the ball as well. Both teams are going to be going back and forth. This has fantasy goodness all over it. Go ahead and stack. You can do Kyler with with uh, with Drake and uh, one of the uh, receivers. If Hopkins is too expensive, go to the number two. Or you can go ahead and do it on the other side. You can do Stafford and bring it back with two Cardinals receivers. I like that game a lot. And, uh, I mean, uh, from all of every standpoint, what do you think about it? Yeah, man, I, I, I'm with you right there. One of the other guys I like that I'm going to get to in a little bit is is Golden Tate. I also like him this week. 
Yeah, no. Hey, well, our guy Lamont asked right here, why do gambling shows offer free picks but only if you call some number? Because once you call that number, they hook you. They say, hey, there's no, there's no, uh, no strings attached here. But we're gonna need your credit card number, you know? and, and now we have your phone number. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I've had guys on those numbers call me, and 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 uh, I forget what it was, man. It was years back, and he was like, "Yeah, call right now, and it's free." So I call him, and then he starts trying to sell me with, "Okay, this pick's gonna win, but let me go ahead. I know it's gonna win, so let me get your credit card. I won't charge you till after it wins, and then I'll give you next week for free." Well, until I started laughing, this guy's like, "Hey, you little, you little schmuck." He said he was like from like Brooklyn or something. He said, "My grandpa, everyone's." Got got that story somebody's grandpa's had the 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 bookie books you know my my grandpa did lines and i I had i have his notebook he says who are you right now he said you want to know where i'm at he goes i'm at the i'm at the topless right now he goes i'm at the topless while you're sitting at home probably in your mama's grip basement he goes and i'm thinking i don't even have a basement here and he's like you're new york we don't have those here he said but i'm right here he goes i got three women around me and he goes and i'm eating steaks huh what are you doing he goes you're eating hot pockets you're eating hot pockets and that's what you're going to continue to eat kid and i'm just thinking like that doesn't make me want to buy your picks anymore. I hung up. This guy kept calling me for like two weeks because that bet did hit. The bet did hit. And then he came back with, I thought we had an agreement. I said, the agreement was that I didn't give you a credit card. I didn't even bet the game. I'm still eating Hot Pockets. <laughs> Josh, you and I know somebody from an old building we used to work in who did that one Saturday. While he was a, uh, He's now on a different station in that building, but when he was a uh, board op on a specific station, he was like, you know what? I'll call it and I'll see it. And he called, didn't even talk about the games. He hung up. They called that business phone line every week for three weeks. They called three times a week. And so you'd be in the middle of your show producing, and all of a sudden you hear, what the, why is there a New York number calling? Hello? Hey, this blah, blah, blah. Uh, Y'all called. Y'all didn't pay up on the picks. (laughs) What? (laughs) Dude, I don't know. This is an office. Like, I don't know who was in here calling you. It's crazy. Yeah. They'll call you back, and they'll, they'll, call you and be like hey 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 you called right you called right yeah come on come on give me that credit card now i'll give you another winner but just give me that number uh-huh. it's the real life tony the hatchet man yeah. you know what i mean well, have you ever seen the movie two for the money that's that's a true story about brandon lang brandon lang's still out there now when i first started i mean that's when i learned about tout somebody said man this guy's never lost a super bowl like in 27 super bowls he's got everyone right well then the damn time that i started he got his first one wrong and then the next one wrong and so what now now this guy's on a, a one and nine streak ever since he won 25. Like, it's like, what are we doing here? Go ahead and watch two for the money. That's over Brandon Lang. Go ahead and, and Google Brandon Lang and you're going to see him. He, I mean, the, the man ages five years every one year. Like, <laughs> like he, he, I don't see, touting is a, is a different kind of ball game, man, because not only like me, I lose my money and then I, I have to, I see a notification on Twitter and it says, you have seven notifications after a lost game. You know you that know they're about to give you the business. They do some ugly things to him in that movie when that guy uh, relieves himself on him. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and you know these are true stories. He had to have said, let me tell you a story one time yeah. that this happened. Let me tell you one story. They say, Jerry, quit talking. We need Josh to get sexy. I mean, flexy for the women. I mean, for the fantasy players. You know what it is. It's time to get flexy. What you got, Josh? All right, guys. Ooh. Yeah, that's it, Aaron. That's what I needed to get flexy. A little bit of Rod Stewart in my life and what you need in your life. A little more Cam Newton. They're playing the Raiders this week. And, I mean, what do you think is going to happen there? He's going to have a big game. Sorry to tell you, Texans fans, another guy I really like this week is Big Ben. I think he's going to come through. You know how Ben plays at home, Jerry. He's a much better quarterback when he's playing in Pittsburgh. 
I think he's going to come through for you this week as well. So if you have somebody in a tough matchup, you know, maybe Big Ben's the guy. You just use him for this week. Also another guy, I like Singletary for the Bills this week. You know, Zach Moss is not going to play. So that means that Singletary should get all the touches. And One of the bad things about the Bills' offense is, Jerry, I think they're top five least amount of attempts of running the ball. The Bills aren't running the ball a lot, but since Singletary doesn't have to share those touches, I think you can start him this week. Another guy I like, Leonard Fournette. Wow, he broke out last week. It doesn't look like Ronald Jones is the guy anymore. This is kind of a tough backfield because it it could go back the other way this week where Ronald Jones gets more touches. But I think I think they're going to lean on Leonard Fournette. So I think you can start him with confidence this week. I would go with Fournette. Another guy that you want to get flexy with, he's really a top pick. You shouldn't have to be flexy with this guy, but he's been a little disappointing this year, and that's Allen Robinson. I think you can start him with confidence this week. I think he finally gets it going for you. Also, Julian Edelman, he had a huge game last week. I told you I like Cam, so I also like Julian Edelman. So I think you get him back in your lineup this week, especially at PPR. Edelman's going to come through for you. Another guy we talked about earlier, bring him up again, Golden Tate, guys. Now, Sterling Shepard is now on the injured reserve, and I think what's pretty cool is Tate averaged 17 PPR points, including four games last week or last season. Week 6 through 10 last year, he averaged 17 PPR points. So I think Golden Tate's a guy you can get in your lineup this week and feel confident in him. Another guy, C.D. Lamb, Jerry. We love what we're seeing out of C.D. Lamb. He's one of your big plays this week. And one of the big reasons is nobody is running these three wide receiver sets more than the Cowboys. Over 80% they're in this 11 personnel. Think about it. This is what Mike McCarthy used to do with the Packers when it was Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson and Devontae Adams. You're just seeing it in Dallas now. So get C.D. Lamb in your lineup. Hell, Cobb's still getting paid from that. Yes, he is. (laughs) He got a contract. Bill O'Brien fell for it. And then finally, we'll give you some tight ends. Noah Fant, even though you're dealing with a different quarterback here, he looks like the real deal. You can see why he was drafted so high. I think you can count on Noah Fant. And Dallas Goddard, he's a dude that you probably picked up off the waiver wire. He had eight targets again last week. I think you can play Dallas Goddard with some confidence. Those are my flexi picks for this week. And let me add on to that a little bit of actives and actives. Julio Jones, inactive. Go ahead and get him out of your lineups. Fire up. Russell, 12 gauge. Boom. Fire him up. Hayden Hurst, too. I think a lot of those targets are going to go his way. Man, you know me too well. That's one of my favorite plays as far as fantasy. It's a Hayden Hurst breakout. Go ahead and fire him up uh, as far as reception props. Go to my bookie. I think he has more than a... If they have him around five, five and a half mark, go ahead and hit that over. Duke Johnson, out. Kenny Stills, in. Big one. Cam Akers, out. Josh Jacobs, active. Ooh, okay. Henry Ruggs, out. Waller, active. White, James White out, Edelman active, Nikhil Harry active, Alshon Jeffrey out, Rager out, Garoppolo out, we already knew that, and then I mean, this whole list right here, out, 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 it all says Niners, 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 Niners. Man, lots of injuries there for the Niners, and Kittle's out too, right? So. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, if you Moser, uh, Coleman, I mean, every, everyone on that team, they're hobbled. And uh, one more for Washington, Stephen Sims. He's in. He's uh, I mean, that's not to say that they're anything that you're looking for, but any kind of weapons that they have on that side of the ball helps them. Man, and guys, you're seeing it. It's week three, and we're already having all these injuries. I think it's going to be that that type of season. You know, no no preseason, a lot of soft tissue injuries. It's a concern. And now, if you're concerned about the late games, Christian Kirk out. We need Drew Locke out. 
Philip Lindsay is doubtful. Galladay is questionable. I'm hearing that he could have played last week. They just wanted to make sure they were extra precautious with him. Crowder out. We know that. I mean, if we, okay, we talked about the Niners. Look at these guys. We talk about Crowder, Perryman, Berrios, and Watson. All four wide receivers out for the New York Jets. Man, and you actually like the Jets, right? And at least not the Jets, but you like the Giants this week, the other New York team. And if you're going to put a bet on that, Jerry, where is the absolute best place to go? There's only one place to do it, and that's my bookie. Yeah, it's definitely my bookie. You want to get over to mybookie.ag and use promo code radio, right? That's the only way to do it, right? Because you wake up on a Sunday and you say, you know what, Jerry? I never really even gambled. I get that a lot. And they say, how do I even get started? Well, the simple answer to that is playing with house money. Playing with house money using promo code radio. You say you want to start with 100. Now you have 200. Now you're going to break that into little increments. You're going to listen to Moneyline from 10 to noon. The guys are going to put you on a good bet. You're going to double that up, and you're going to get paid. That's the most important part about this because it's a gamble already putting your money out and trying to chase yards and touchdowns. That's one thing. But what happens when you win and then you're chasing around the bookie, the bookmaker? You're chasing a guy that's not even in town anymore. You don't have those problems with mybookie.ag. using promo code radio. They treat you like family. That's what they do here. Use promo code radio. They'll make sure... Because that's what they're going to do is they're going to double your deposit on a Sunday morning. Hit one of our bets. I got more bets coming up here. Moneyline ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. Stop, drop, and watch them roll them out. That's the way the Moneyliners roll on a Sunday morning. We're getting close to kickoff. That's when your your heart starts beating, right? Because you're saying not only is your team about to play in a game that... You don't want to go down 0-3. That's one thing that you do not want to know. Every time that you look at the TV early during an NFL season, you see the graphics 0-2, 0-3 teams. Percentages of going to the playoffs are X amount. You do not want to be 0-3. No. What was it? 2018, the Texans did come back from, from 0-3. So it happens, but but not very often. It's You get in that hole, and I mean, especially if you get some injuries, you got to give yourself some breathing room. Really hope Deshaun Watson puts a nice performance together today. I just hope he covers the number mostly, Jerry. But we also work in Houston. Uh, you know, I, I edit Sports Map. Having a sports website is a lot more fun when your team's actually winning football games. So hopefully the Texans get it going today. So look, we've only got a few minutes left. Let's start swinging around all the games in the NFL and we'll give you our leans and who we like and who we don't. So let's do it. All right, Jerry, the first game I'm going to give you here, Rams at Buffalo. You talked about some heavy wins possibly being a factor in this game. Uh, Buffalo's favored by two points. What do you think about this one? I like Buffalo from a betting standpoint. That wind, I, I tried to use that theory, though, last week with Goff throwing into the to the Philadelphia wind. Well, 
he was he was slicing and dicing. And I don't want to use that theory if it didn't work for me the first time. But I just overall think it's a bad spot. The traveling regularly, like I said, they would have gone from Philly straight to Buffalo. And they would have stayed on that side of the country for the week. Now what happens? They have to they fly back. And then they didn't know when they would go. They said, do we give it 24 hours, 48? Where they landed right in the middle of there. About a day and a half in Buffalo. Here they are. Negative time clock. What time clock are they going to be in? They're, they're on that They're on that 10 a.m. if they're kicking yeah. off at noon over there. So the, their body clock is at 10 a.m. Everything's going against them. I think this is the blow spot for Buffalo. This is when we... Because they become contenders. We've we've tried to paint them as a Cinderella in the offseason, saying, man, do we really, though? Like, I know that their their defense is real good, and I know they, they picked up digs, and they have a few spots. This is when they take a step forward, and you say, okay, we got to take them a little serious. I think so, and I talked about it in, you know, my sleeper plays. I like Devin Singletary this week just because I think he's going to get volume. So I think he's a guy that... If you're kind of on the fence about him, I think you can fire him up. And Diggs broke out last week, so you keep rolling with him. All right, let's move it along. This is the big game. We'll hit it one more time. Texans going to Pittsburgh, playing Big Ben. Deshaun trying to get the Texans in the win column. Now it's down to three and a half. I got it at four. Steelers favored by three and a half. What do you think, Jerry? What do you like in this game? What do you not like? If that number keeps moving lower, that means that, the, the, that there's money coming in on the Texans. Yeah. I don't know where this money's coming from. I don't know if it's Mattress Mac. I don't know what's going on, but money's coming in on the Texans Bill right O'Brien's now. O'Brien's mom, perhaps. Somebody. <laughs> family member. Watson's cousin. Somebody's betting on the Texans right now, and they're betting it pretty hard. The number's going down. I'm going to stay away. I'm going to go ahead and hit the Steelers team total over 25 and a half. Yeah, I, I like that one as well. And I'm going to take, you know, I had the Texans plus four, three and a half. I don't feel as good about that one, but I think they make this close. But guys, be careful. The Texans are so up and down. You know, don't put a kidney on this one. Do an appendix appendix bet, as we talked about a little earlier. Uh, the total is it? It feels like the total's about right, doesn't it, Jerry? About forty six. It's right there because any way we paint it, we got those Texans like low twenties, if they that right. So twenty, maybe twenty one, somewhere around there. For you to get there, you need those Steelers to, to surpass the team total, 27, 26 is. That's the only way. It's like some lines are just built right, and this yes. one's built right. No, I, I'm with you on that one. So let's move along here. I, we talked about it when you were speaking for my bookie about this Giants 49ers game. There's something you like in this Giants game. What is it? I think that the way that the scoring is predicted to be low the Giants have so much teaser appeal. I mean, you could get them at nine and a half. You're crossing all those teaser opportunities. I love them. I also love Slayton. I think Slayton has a big game today. We saw what he could do in that first matchup versus the Steelers against a good a good secondary. I believe that they got to look his way early and often. I like it. And I think Golden Tate could come through for you. If you're desperate and you need somebody off the waiver wire to start this week, I think Golden Tate for the Giants could be somebody you can use here as well. I mean, this is a game we were talking before the show. We wouldn't be surprised if the Giants outright won this game, right? It, it wouldn't shock us. No, it wouldn't shock me one bit. I did that same theory when they played the Bears. And that was with Saquon Barkley going out, yep. they still almost beat them. They had the ball in their possession inside, what, the 15 or 10. They just couldn't get it done. But they still covered. In this world, we don't live on wins. We live on covers. <laughs> we do. And let's move along to the next one here. Titans, Minnesota. Titans are favored by two and a half. Do you think they cover, speaking of covers? This one scares me here, right? Because this line opened the opposite way. The Titans were were, were getting points. 
everyone's overreacting some. They're looking at the Titans, or maybe maybe they're looking at the Vikings or how bad they've been. Okay, so then they say, man, the Titans got to win this game. Now you have no A.J. Brown. It's just a scary spot for me. If if there was ever a time for Minnesota to have a bounce-back spot. This is it, right? And I'm glad you agreed because everyone out there is on the Titans. That's what's driven this line. Some places even went to three and a half. For it to cross to zero... We talk about crossing key numbers. For it to cross the zero from one person being a favorite to the other and then cross three, man, this is a lot of money coming inside. Those lights in Vegas, whenever I go in March, I'm going to see you, Vegas. They're going to be big and pretty of Titan money. No doubt about it. This is one of those games where I was like, oh, this is free money. The Vikings are terrible. I'm going to bet the Titans. When you get that feeling like, hey, this is free money, that means you're about to get screwed typically. Do you believe in Corey Davis? (laughs) I mean, it's taken this long for him to be a thing? No. I I, I mean, he's playing well, but I feel like he's going to come back to earth. I'm just, something feels icky about this game. This feels like, like you said, like the the Vikings are going to jump up and play better than you think they are and steal one here. So this isn't a void game for me. Top two cornerbacks missing, Adoree Jackson and Malcolm Butler out. I mean, is this an Adam Thielen game? I got a Thielen. You got to think so. Yeah, you got a Thielen. Maybe it is a Thielen I got a Thielen. Fire him up. Let's go to the next game. All right, let's do it. Washington, Cleveland. (laughs) Who's getting excited about this one? Well, that's why you bet on the games, right? To make them more fun to watch. Browns favored by seven here. Washington football team totals it. 45. Anything you like about this one? I guess the Cleveland defense, let's start there. I think Haskins has a couple of turnovers here. He just he looks turnover prone every time that I see him. I'm always holding my breath for him. Other than that, though, I don't I mean we gotta we gotta pick some side of that Cleveland uh you know offense. Which one are you going? Is it the cheaper hunt option to Chubb this week? What is it? Because last week we saw both of them get going. I, I think that's gonna continue, but keep in mind. Like Washington's defensive line is no joke, man. Like they are, they have a really good defensive line for Washington. So, you know, I'm not going all in on the, on the Browns' running game here just because they have such a good defensive line. But that also brings me to this: we saw signs of life from Odell Beckham. What do you think about him in this matchup? Forty percent of the air yards, twenty percent of the uh, targets. Finally, he's he's getting the looks. I mean. The NFL football team has allowed the NFL's wideouts to get 372 yards on the perimeter. That's what I mean. That's where he plays. It, it is. And, and to your point about their rushing attack, I mean, I think in Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, I mean, they're starters every week for you, right? For the most part, you know. So when daily is where the question comes, I might go after Kareem Hunt because I think he's going to be a little cheaper. How about as far as the spread? Seven points is where it said earlier. I like the Browns here. Yeah, I do too. I. I just I don't believe in Washington. I, I really don't. And Cleveland's at home. They, they should win this football game. They should win by a touchdown here. Uh, what about the total? Is that about right? They got it at forty-five. Do you expect a lot of points or no? It's ugly. From a, I, I don't I don't expect points. But then again, I could I, I just see a couple of turnovers, short fields for the Browns. So I don't know what to do with that total. No, that makes a lot of sense. All right, let's continue running through the games here. All right, what do we got up next? Uh, we've already mentioned this one, but I want to dive in a little more. Bengals at Eagles. I think maybe Carson Wentz finally gets something going this week. Yeah, I think this is the week, if any. If he doesn't get going this week, then I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. At this point, Sanders is a favorite in the DFS world. You got to pair up Wentz with someone if you're going to run him. I don't. I don't want to uh, run them naked. So I would. I'm going to do a triple stack on a big contest, a hundred and fifty dollar buy, and I think that not very many people are going to have the Wentz. A lot are going to have Sanders, and then they're going to shy away from the Eagles' offense. I'm going to run three of them, and it's going to be okay. Who do you like, Goddard or Ertz? For me, 
I just I have a feeling that they're grooming Goddard to be their next guy. You know, they've been reluctant to pay Ertz. Goddard, the groomer. Yes, yes. So I kind of think that it's a changing of the guard. So I would go with Goddard. All right, and anything else? Is is this a Deshaun Jackson blow-up spot that we've been waiting on? Man, we thought it was going to happen week one. You know, it still hadn't happened I'm still waiting. Yeah, so Carson Wentz has to play better. It's not just him. But what's bothering me with Deshaun is they're not using him for as many deep routes. They're kind of using him as a possession receiver a little bit, which is a little odd for what his skill set is. And season long, are you selling Mixon now, banked on 20 touches both games? But you saw that they're they're, they're meaningless. I'm telling you, man, he was a guy on my do not draft list because he killed me last year. But keep in mind, he got off to a really slow start last year, and then he was fantastic for the back half of the season. So this is the, the issue when you use running backs on crappy offenses. Sometimes they don't come through. Hey, go ahead. Hit the Eagles team total over. They're going to come through today. There you go. All right. Uh, we're uh, what, Let's see. On the other side of the break, we'll get to Chicago, Atlanta, but... We're at we're at a break here, Jerry. Why don't you tell the people about Boomer Naturals? Let me tell them because not only do we try to protect you on bets and protect you from your bookie and protect your bankroll, we need to protect you because you're not going to be able to cast those bets if you're not alive out here protecting yourself with the nano silver technology. Every time I say that to someone face-to-face, they look at me like, what is that? It's protection. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what you want. Not one of these disposable masks that doesn't offer that. It protects you and the people around you. And I get that same question. Well, where can I get it? I don't I don't shop online, Jerry. Well, now you can go to CVS. Don't go use promo code Jerry because they're going to ask you, who the hell is that? I don't know, Jerry. When you use promo code Jerry online, you're going to get 20% off at BoomerNaturals.com. And I told you about the net gators as well. I always talk about my my labor workers, my guys that were out there working in the field. You know how uncomfortable it is to try to get a mask and take it off your ear every time to do something on the field. I got guys that tell me I like to put it over my nose. I like to pull it back, and it's much more comfortable that way. I use your promo code Jerry. I save 20%. BoomerNaturals.com. In life, we have choices. And depending on where you live, work, and drive, you now have two choices to hear Houston's best sports radio lineup with a splash of fun. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. 30 minutes till kickoff. I would say to the start of week three, but we saw that start on Thursday night. Hopefully you started in the green on the positive side, and now you're coming into this slate thinking, I got a couple of few extra bucks to throw around, guys. What do you got? Let's see what AJ's got on the HRP listener line. He wants to talk stardom sit him. Again, we're opening it up right now. If you got a stardom sit him question, 713-780-3776. Two segments left. What you got, AJ? Good morning, fellas. I appreciate what y'all do. Uh, two questions for you. <clears throat> One on the tight end spot, Dallas Godert or Jonu Smith. 
and then a flex spot, uh, Cooper Cup, Kareem Hunt, or Robbie Anderson. Freaking what y'all do. What, what, what format go. are you playing? Are these PPR leagues or uh, P- PPR? PPR. Okay, PPR. Ooh, I think Cooper Cup's gonna have a big game. I'm with you on Cooper Cup as well. Yep. And what was Goddard? And what was the other one? Uh, Johnny Smith. Johnny Smith. Man. I'll go with Goddard because I've been pushing him. But, man, I don't know how you bench Jonu Smith after what he did and last And Barr week. is now out on the Vikings. He's the one that usually took care of the middle of the field, especially holding tight ends. That's why I know he's aiming that way. That's I know exactly that's why. It's it's a tough one because you say, okay, well, uh, Goddard's got to split with Ertz. But you see that Goddard is in, what, is it now nine games at least? At least eight targets. And he's playing the Stinky matchup in the Bengals, right? This is a bounce back spot. Uh, it just—it's a tough one. Man. I mean, but Jonu Smith without AJ Brown playing—I mean, that's—I might lean that way. I might change my my thought there. You heard it here, Jordan Joshua says Goddard. How about Daryl Henderson or Jarvis Landry PPR? I think I go Henderson. Waller or Jordan Reed at the tight end position. Ooh. Look, I don't like Waller this week because of the matchup, but not enough to start Reed over him. We got to get my man out of a pickle jar. He says, I'm stuck in this pickle jar, and I need y'all to twist my lid. Fournette or Mixon <laughs> as a flex this week? Oh, man. Uh, look, I really like Fournette, but there's a reason you drafted Mixon that high. I think give him one more shot. How about, is it Dak Prescott or Big Ben Roethlisberger? Man, I, I don't know how you... you bench Dak at this point he's just playing so well him and Russell are one two th- yeah. and Kyler three one two three however you want to have them and you, there's no way that you can sit him now especially the way he's running the ball as well now too hey guys love the show PPR league I could start either Ebron or Schultz Oof. man I don't know because of the Texans I, I Ebron might be a, a sneaky play what do you think I like Ebron as well, especially against the Texans. They're going to use him. I mean, I know everyone's on the Deontay Johnson train, but Ebron, it looks like a, a game where he gets like 75 yards and a touch, six to uh, six catches. It just seems yeah. like one of those type of games. How about as an RB2 option, AP, Burkhead, or Carlos Hyde? Yes, I'm pretty thin at RB2. <laughs> man, I, I think I'd oh, – that's a tough one, man. Maybe Peterson – it's just you're just hoping for volume there you how about, know what i mean how about flexi frank gore or jk dobbins i'm going dobbins yeah i like dobbins this game as well um let's see here is it galladay or woods ppr uh, bobby trees as they call him i'm gonna roll with him man we're getting a lot of tight end questions this week hunter henry or john New smith Ooh, man, that's a tough one. I've I, I run with Johnu again. Let's go right to the HRP listener line again. Michael, start him, sit him. What you got? All right, I got three spots for a running back. I got two spots for a running back with three to go. Got Mark Ingram, DeAndre Swift from the Lions, and then I got Malcolm Brown for the Rams. What do you think? I'm going Brown Ingram. Yeah, me too. I, it's just a Swift. It's just so much uncertainty about that Lions backfield and we used to always see we talk about graphics that you always see you always see the graphics of uh, no 100 yard rushers in Detroit I'm not sure that they're going to change that I'm not it's not a and I do see him yes catching some balls today but I see that man it's going to be a passing downfield type game it's tough man they're they're playing so many guys in that Lions backfield that's why we're getting questions about it look you just kind of you know, that's why I said Adrian Peterson earlier. You just kind of hope maybe he falls in the end zone. That's you know? what you're hoping yeah. for. You're not hoping for anything maybe more than maybe 12, 
touches, if you get 15 touches out of one of those guys that are running back by committee backfield, then you, then you won already. You're looking for a 12 touches, maybe one inside the five or 10, and hopefully he falls in. If you're looking for Swift, it's more on the Peterson side. If you're looking for Swift, he's more on the give me four or five catches maybe yep. and, and then fall in the end zone. So however you're looking at that, make sure that you're careful, especially if they're your RB2. Let's get into the rest of these games. Yeah, let, let's run them down some more. We'll get back into it here and, and keep hitting us with your questions. You can also hit us on Twitter at Moneyline975. We can answer your questions that way too. All right, let's jump into this. Chicago, Atlanta. We know Julio's not playing, Jerry. What do you think about this one? I was all over the Atlanta train before the Julio news. I'm not going to say that that takes me completely off of them, but it's it does scare me some. I just... We know Atlanta can score. I don't know what their defense is going to do, and that's why I'm glad that you said on Flexi, Allen Robinson, this is a blow-up spot for Allen Robinson on the outside. Right now, you're trying to figure out that last spot in your DraftKings lineup, on your FanDuel lineups, and all of a sudden you're looking, you're saying, this is a, it, it's an answer from up top. God just told me to start Allen Robinson here on Moneyline. Yes, I think you can have him with confidence today. I know Trubisky's been bad. That's why Robinson hasn't been great so far. But I think he gets going today. Another guy we get asked a lot about is Tariq Cohen, right? And what's funny is the Bears just gave him a new contract, but they don't ever seem to want to use him. He hasn't been good for like two years. And with Montgomery getting a lot more work on, in passing situations, you have to you know wonder if Cohen's going to get enough touches to even be usable. And typically Cohen's good when they're chasing points. But without Julio in this game, is Chicago going to be chasing points? You have to wonder if Bill O'Brien's cousin is over there, and that's why they gave him money because he's finished below 70 yards from scrimmage in seven of the last eight games going back into last season. Zero touchdowns in that span, but they paid this man. They just gave him a new deal for what? They paid this running back that's not even a traditional running back. He's a third-down guy. They paid him. I mean... I think I guess B.O.B.'s got a cousin over there. No, and we're also getting a lot of questions today. What do you do with Matt Ryan now that Julio's not going? I still think he's, you know, a, a starting quarterback, you know, maybe around 11 or 12 in my quarterback rankings. But what do you do with Matt Ryan this week? No Julio. I pair him up with his best friend, Calvin Ridley. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep firing him up, and I'm going to hit him up with Hayden Hurst as well. No, I, I like that as well. What do we think about the spread here? Falcons favored by two and a half. I don't know what to say anymore, Alex. I, I'm on the Falcons already. I have them in teasers, parlay. All of a sudden, Julio's out. And I knew that it was in question, but I figured that he would he would gut it out. But at the same time, last week, we saw that he had not a great performance. And then they came out and said, Coach, because I always go back and say, what did I learn from this? What is the coach saying? Coach said that that's the reason. They used him more as a decoy. So now think about that decoy being gone. Maybe downgrade Ridley a little bit instead yes. of everyone running to him saying, this means more for Ridley. It means more coverage for Ridley. Hayden Hurst, eat, boy, eat. I'm with you. All right, here's the game we are all waiting for. Jets, Colts, Jerry. Are, are you excited for this one or what? Yeah, I'm going to put on my Le'Veon Bell jersey. I'm going to get the I'm going to get the family gathered around and we're going to eat popsicles. I mean, I mean, what am I going to do here? I'm not going to watch this game, okay? Now, one thing that does scare me here, though, is that spreads, it's a little big. It is to me. 11 and a half now. 11 and a half points. How many people are actually going to the window this week and saying, you know what, give me the Jets? <laughs> Adam Gates? Exactly. One guy. So on the offensive side of the ball, though, we got to kind. We have to have, find some kind of fantasy goodness in an eleven-point favorite. How does it go? Is it? Do you, obviously, I don't think Rivers just throws the ball thirty-five times if they're blowing them out. Is it just tailored to the ground? It feels like it. And can you even trust Naeem Hines to start this week? 
I mean, after last week, what I do don't you even have? feel comfortable using the name anymore. <laughs> I know, right? He's one of those guys where everybody ran to the waiver wire to pick him up for good reason, and then they didn't use him at all. So, yeah, I think Jonathan Taylor. What do you think about the passing game? Any any options there for the Colts? You said trust, and I don't know if you trust Jonathan Taylor. Well, T.Y. Hilton's grandma don't even trust him right now. I don't know if you saw a report. She called him and said, I don't even know who that is. She said, I don't recognize who this guy is. He came out and said that that's the ultimate motivation that he needed. Grandma's no best. <laughs> T.Y. in a breakout. All right. You heard it here first. <laughs> Moving along. Carolina versus the Chargers. Man, this this is an interesting one, right? Like you saw the, the, the Tyrod Taylor debacle, right, with the the needle puncturing his lung and i don't know what to think about that i mean my lord i I think we've been asked about keenan allen this week i think you can use keenan allen this week i I think he he could come through for you for sure he's somebody i'd be interested in but what do you think about carolina do do you like their backfield with mccaffrey out we talk about mike davis he's gonna have some kind of position out there if you're talking about mike davis because you got a steal you obviously picked him up off waiver wires i know you didn't draft that guy so you picked him off waiver wires. You're hoping that, again, we talk about what is the ultimate hope as far as share of the offense? Uh, what, 12 yards or 12 carries? 12 carries, 15 carries? You, you're talking about McCaffrey, a guy that had a huge, I mean, 90% of the snaps, 95% of the snaps, a guy that touched the ball 25 times. Those got to go somewhere. And now they're talking about throwing Curtis Samuel in the backfield. He's had five carries already this season. So he's going to have some carries. How many? I don't think that they're going to put their gadget guy to just start running back there more than five times. So yeah, Davis, I could see him touching 12, 15 times. That makes sense. And on the other side of the ball, we know how terrible the Panthers are at stopping the run, right? So maybe some Joshua Kelly this week? What do you think? Tied in the NFL for sixth in carries, Joshua Kelly. It's sixth in carries for Joshua Kelly? I thought this was Austin Eckler's uh, you know, job to be had, and so did he because he got paid. But he's thinking, that's cool. I'll just sit back here and do my own thing because he also is serviceable. I think that, okay, last week we saw what happened. Chubb and Hunt. Why can't you start both of them? Yes. So, I mean, and this is the thing with the Panthers. This goes back a long time. This isn't a small sample size. They really struggle to stop the run. So anytime you have that matchup, go ahead and exploit it. Anytime you have any kind of matchups where you feel like you have an angle, you want to go over to my bookie to get your bet in because it's a simple thing. When you put your bet in at my bookie, they actually pay you when you win. That, that's a big thing, right? It's hard enough to win in gambling. Jerry, you talk about it all the time. If, if you go 60%, you're doing well. Well, what if you go 60% and you don't get paid? That's not going to happen at my bookie, guys. You want to go to mybookie.ag and you want to set up an account. You have the entire NFL and college season ahead of you. This is the perfect time to do it. And the reason why is they're going to double your deposit. You know, if you're a, a big gambler, maybe you drop 500 in there and, and they double that for you if maybe you just want to dip your toe in the gambling water you put a hundred bucks in there they match it you got 200 bucks to play with today with jerry's picks at moneyline 97.5 on twitter at jerry bow knows with a z he'll give you picks live betting throughout the game and that's the great thing about my bookie is the live betting you pull up your phone you feel like a game's going a certain way you fire on it and you make money guys it's mybookie.ag and you want to use promo code radio promo code radio is the way you get them to double that deposit you bet you win they pay my bookie hey i got a little max with me he the way it's a big gap between us in the game in the next life i'm trying to stay paid when i die I put my money in a grave when i die I put my money in a grave i really gotta put a couple 
At ESPN 97.5, we wear Boomer Naturals masks because they have three-layer nano-silver protection. Order now at BoomerNaturals.com and use promo code ESPNHouston for 20% off. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. It's the last segment before we leave you in the hands of week three and hopefully a lot of money. Let's go right to the HRMP listener line. We have Brandon. He has a fantasy question. What's going on? You're on Moneyline. Brandon, are you hey, with guys, me? Uh, you guys gave me uh, Naeem Hines last week, kind of killed me, but I need uh, Johnny Smith or Hunter Henry. Where, where are we going? What do you think, Jerry? Uh, I'm going. I'm going uh, Johnny Smith on this yeah, one. Yeah, me too. I, I think it's Johnny this week. Hopefully, we don't let you down. Rest in peace to Naeem Hines. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a tough one, man. And this early in the year, trying to figure out what players' roles are going to be, it's a little dicey. So just keep that in mind. No preseason makes it a little tougher. So we're sorry about that, but. Man, the entire fantasy world whiffed on Naeem Hines. That was a tough one. All right, let's get to a few of these as fast as we can. We only got this last segment left. Start uh, two of these. Diggs, Metcalf, McLaurin, or Johnson? I'll go Diggs and Metcalf. All right. Go ahead and just jump into the next game, and I'm going to fire off stardom centers as we get them. Hey, go ahead, guys. Fire them off. This is the last segment. All right, let's do this real quickly. We wanted to get to these games because they're huge. Dallas-Seattle, Jerry. This is a big one. Seahawks are at home. They're favored by five and a half over the Cowboys. You said you like C.D. Lamb this week. What else do you like in this game? Everything. Like we said, everybody in the club getting tipsy everybody. last week. Everybody, everybody in the club got tipsy last week in the in the Atlanta game. We said we said that stardom. Stop. Everybody, yeah. When you said who do you like in this game, everybody. And that's why I'm going to say everybody. here again, everybody. How do you get a a I guess an, an edge on everyone? You have to guess how this is going to go. Is it going to be a locket game? Is it going to be a DK game? Both teams struggle against the opposing slot receiver. Um, I know the Cowboys; they're down their slot cornerback. Look for Lockett to break loose. Lamb is my favorite play of the week as far as DFS. I mean, Carson, if you think that this game might go under, that's another thing. As far as over under, when you have fifty seven, these these long drives got to be touchdowns. Okay, yes. so if you have anything other than a, a long drive going down there and then a turnover and then it comes back the other way, that's going to hurt that 57. Be careful with that. At which point do the Cowboys say, hey, we're going to run the ball to keep Russ off the field? No, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Do you think five and a half, do you like that at all? Seattle at home or are you staying away from it? That's too many points. Give me the Cowboys. There you have it. Taking the Cowboys. All right, this is another big one. And talk about big injuries impacting this game. Packers go to New Orleans to play the Saints. No Michael Thomas. Uh, Devontae Adams is, looks like a game-time decision, but I don't think he's going to play. Man, New Orleans still favored by three and a half. I kind of like the Packers to cover here. What do you think about this game? Even with Adams questionable, even though I thought he was out, I still was on the Saints. I just believe this is a buyback spot. We saw him lose on national television. No one's going to want to buy him. Then everyone's on the Aaron Rodgers hype train and the FU tour that he's putting on for everyone. This is when you buy it back the opposite way. Kamara, big game. 
I think Adam Jones' huge game here, too. I, we've seen when these big-time receivers are out on both of these teams, they throw the ball to the running backs a lot. Those are the guys that pick up the slack. So I like, I like Kamara and I like uh, Jones in this matchup a lot. The reason why I kind of like the Packers here, Jerry, is because when Aaron Rodgers didn't have Adams last year, he was still really good. You know, we're not used to seeing Breeze without Michael Thomas. So that's why I lean towards the Packers here. Not a huge bet, but I think they cover. Who ends up being their best secondary uh, secondary receiver for this game? Oh, man. Now I, that Adams is out, that secondary is going to be their top guy. Is it going to be? I feel like Lazard might be safer, but if you want upside, maybe MBS. I like it. Yeah. All right. And this one, man, this is a great Monday night football game. Do you notice how we, we get a lot of stinkers on Monday night football? You know, you end up getting like... You know, a, a Titans versus the Jags. It feels like those are Monday night games more often than not. This time, the Chiefs are going to play the Ravens. You're possibly, you know, AFC title game preview right here. And Baltimore's favored by three and a half. For me, I feel like this game could go either way, so give me the points. I'm on the Chiefs in this one. You said it clearly and the best way you can put it. If the game can go any either way, and you're not only giving me three points, but three and a half? Three and a half. It almost seems like a sucker bet because you say it's too easy. When you look at last the last two times they played, 27-24 Chiefs, 33-28 Chiefs. But both times, it was the Ravens that covered. How did Mahomes do? 751 yards in those two games, 5-1 to one touchdown interception ratio. He plays big. One thing that I like here, 287 pass yards per game at home's Mahomes. <laughs> Mahomes at home. I don't like the way that sounds. On the road. 312 yards. So he his splits, he averages more than 30 yards per game on the road. Go ahead and hit Mahomes' prop bets up on yards. What do we think about Kelsey in this matchup now that uh, Thomas isn't on the Ravens anymore? 7 for 77 in a touchdown, 7 for 89 in those two matchups last season. If you can get, I guess, Kelsey around that, let's call it a 7 reception range in the end zone. I like all the props around him. Fire up. Kelsey. All right. And finally, the total here. It opened at 52. Looks like it's up to about 54 and a half, depending on where you get it at. Do you expect a lot of points in this one? I do. I do. The last two games that we saw whenever it was the opposite way, the Ravens weren't favored. Now you see the Ravens favored. I think that the Ravens can score on that KC defense. It's going to become a shootout. It's going to look like that KC Rams game from a few years back. Okay. That makes sense. I wanted to get to those games because they're some of the most exciting games of the weekend, so I wanted to make sure we hit those. This one, not so much, but hey, you can still make money on games that aren't as sexy to watch. What do we think about the Lions going to play the Arizona Cardinals? I like the over. Kenny Galladay back gives them the the, the, the the downfield threat that they need. And then on the opposite side, ball, anytime that you get a Cardinals offense on that field, you know that the opposite team is going to get that much more offensive plays. Look for a back-and-forth shootout, maybe a couple turnovers. I like the over. I think there will be a lot of points in that game, too. Man, DeAndre Hopkins is making all the difference, isn't he, for Kyler Murray? I mean, what a difference a great receiver makes. Just throw him open. He Just just throw it to him. It's so true. So it's inter- It's at five and a half with Arizona here. So I don't know. That, that feels like a fair amount. I'm kind of with Jerry. I think the total is the way to go with this game. Yeah, it's starting to, Cardinals are starting to become too favored. Remember, just because you think something's pretty, every time you read it, Vegas is reading that too. So they're like, oh, everyone likes Kyler Murray. Lower his odds at MVP. Everyone likes the Cardinals. Add a point to that spread. That's the way it is. You have to buy ugly things and sell the pretty things. That makes a lot of sense. All right, this one, speaking of ugly, Tampa Bay Bucks go to Denver here. Ugh, I mean, maybe you want to watch Tom Brady and see what he's got. You know, one of my big takeaways from watching them, and I mentioned it, I mentioned it last week, 
I don't think Gronk can run anymore. No. I mean, he looks slow out His there. yards after catch, he catches, and it's like. But at the same time, you know who he looks like? He looks like 2020 Nikhil Harry. They run the <laughs> ball the same way. Watch Nikhil Harry catch. They give him the ball, and he. It's like he's running in mud. Yes. You're, like, you're like, man, get get him out of here. It's unbelievable. You know, he made a, a joke cut. I think he was joking that he said he came here to block. And you know what? But you know what? Gronk is a really good blocker as a tight end. So what does that make you think? You know, maybe Leonard Fournette, does he, does he keep it going this week? We're about to find out. I know that everyone jumped off the Jones train real quick. All those guys that were talking him up in the offseason. Today, we find out if it is Fournette's spot. Yeah, I'm really curious to see if. Look, they picked him up for a reason, right? And Ronald Jones, I believe he fumbled, and that's what they blamed. That's what they blamed that the playing time being shifted was on the fumble. Do you think Jones will be starting this week, or do you think it'll be Fournette if you had to guess? I'm really curious. I'm thinking Fournette because yeah. that fumble. That makes sense. You know what that sound is. That's the alarm. That's time for us to get out of here. But before we get out of here, we do it like this every single Sunday. It's time to put your name on something that you feel passionate about. What are you putting your name on, Josh? Man. We talked about how bad the, the Panthers, you know, they are at stopping the run. So I'm going to put my name on Joshua Kelly this week. You know, it's just the mat, the matchup is just too good. I'm going to roll with Joshua Kelly. I think he comes through for you. What you got, Aaron? So uh, this is Holly's probably listening. And she's probably going to think I'm trying to make something up to her. I'm really not. Carson Wentz over one and a half touchdowns versus the Bengals. Everybody's down on him. Nobody believes in him. Even Doug Peterson earlier this week said. I, I don't know what's wrong. Uh, he's not going out there. He's not executing. This isn't my problem. This is his problem. I have no idea what's wrong with him. I think he's going to go over there and light it up on that Bengals defense. Yeah, Bengals, that's the place to get right is against that Bengals defense. I'm jumping on that train. I'm giving that play. I'm stealing it right here live on air. I'm taking that play. I'm giving it to the money liners. We're going to hit Carson Wentz passing to- uh, touchdowns over one and a half. I, myself, am going to make. I'm gonna eat lamb chops today. And we're going to put lamb chops, CD lamb chops on the grill. Ooh, and we're going to serve them out. And it's going to be in the flavor of two touchdowns and over 100 yards for one C.D. Lamb. I'm putting my name on it. And we're putting a name on this show. Week three is right ahead for us guys. So we're signing off for the crew. It's Josh Jordan. It's Aaron Raybould. And it's Jerry Bonos with a Z. Peace.